0: On this episode of the AIE Podcast.
1: Our crew is hard at work to the dual universe launch.
2: Guys, just what is Kitty Agro up to? <laughs> mm.
1: Speaking of Kitty Agro, do you like to run Ops? SOTOR needs you. Also, STO welcomes everyone to Fleet Week.
2: And we have Ducks and Mail Longer here to talk to us about AIE and LOTRO.
0: All that and more coming up right now.
1: Bringing you the latest news from the AIE gaming community, from planet Earth and beyond.
3: This is the AIE Podcast.
0: Right. Welcome to episode 394 of the podcast celebrating you, the Aaliyah i gaming community. The Die has been podcast. I am Tetsumi. To my left is Cow.
1: Greetings, guildies.
0: And to my left and up is McCullough.
2: <laughs> hey, guys. There is um, an apple Dutch baby, a pear crisp, um, some gluten-free pumpkin tarts, and um, what else? Maybe maybe we should add a uh, blueberry sour cream pie to that. It's all in the Guild Kitchen. It's a mess. I'm sorry, Doug.
0: <laughs> I'm used to it. I'm used to it.
2: It tastes good, at
0: least. But, exactly. It's a tasty, tasty mess. But this week, we are joined by special guests Ducks and mei who are here to talk to us about AIE and Lord of the Rings Online. Welcome. Welcome. Here.
3: Thank you.
4: Yeah.
0: All right. We need to go around the room and find out what everyone has been up to. So let's start with the guests first. Ducks, what have you been up to in or out of game? Whatever you wish to share.
3: More out of game lately because I haven't had a whole lot to do in game. But I've been playing Mork Borg from Free League, the tabletop role play. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons, Aliens RPG. And I just got the new 5th edition Lord of the Rings. Awesome. So I'm going to subject my group to that. Excellent. Very
0: nice. Um what system is the Lord of the Rings in is it in D twenty
3: or it's it's a it's a play on the fifth edition, so mm-hmm. it is D
0: twenty. Okay. Yep.
3: And then oh. there's also the One Ring, which is their own setting, second edition. And that one uses the uh Tangvar dice. So you've got the Gandalf rune and you have a Sauron rune.
2: Oh ah, so, okay. so kind of like how Star Wars is where the proprietary dice system. Yep.
3: Yeah. Yeah, aliens has the same thing.
4: Also,
0: very cool. All right, and Maylung, what have you been up to in or out of game?
4: Oh my gosh, I've been so busy. As you can see from my background, I'm in a hotel. Right now yeah, yep. I am on a, a I am on a union trip. Oh, neat. Uh, so, I've been really out of game. Uh, out of games, I had to watch the new. Rings of Power. Mm-hmm. So, I haven't watched the newest one. I've been avoiding one of the Discord channels I'm in. <laughs> they talk right. about sports. Sure. Like, I don't want to know. I'm dying to get in there <laughs> because of my junior trip, I haven't been able to watch it. Gotcha.
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Understandable. Yep. But
4: in, in game, so that I'm call it, isn't it the only one talking about rolling dice.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes.
4: Uh. That we made twice a month. Uh we do two three hour sessions. Uh our last one, our DM just des- decided to create a new big uh, bad mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. us to fight because the module but that's our big bad. Right. Less and less So that's around the big ad. Was done so our DM, DM Roberts created this. This one awesome one to petrification. So now, uh, we're probably going to be running a one shot to try and find uh, a greater, greater restoration scroll, right? To bring the character back. So it's one of those She's... really cool things that we went from this big, this small module. Where mm-hmm. it's, it feels big longer campaigns than yeah, many, many modules. That's so, great. So like coming together and it's really fun. In- game, which I will talk about why uh, later once we get to actually talk about Lotro. I have been in Lotro quite a bit on a brand new character that I created. So, that small well tour just running
0: uh, operations with my two groups just had a great time with those very cool very nice awesome so McCullough minus one black cat
1: what are you up to
2: okay, yeah my podcat <laughs> left me and went to you what the heck
1: well for a second there I thought it was my podcat that went to you because I looked and he wasn't back there oh
2: that's over. funny Oh yeah, he moved.
1: that's well, a comfier spot he likes that blanket so. yeah yeah
2: yeah yeah that, cats um all right so let's <laughs> see um our thursday night group we had been doing a uh because our dms like to switch on and off so we had done a short uh call of cthulhu thing with there um set in 1930 um which ended the prior session we fought migos and migos are terrifying um, then we use a really scary machine to defeat them all. Um, and we're working with some kind of old one related cultist or creature or something. Um, we don't know. You know, he taxed yeah you know, We agreed that we would destroy the machine. The machine, of course, was powered by a rod inside. So we destroyed the machine. And we took the rod back somewhere safe. So in case those things ever attack again, we have a weapon. Uh, So that was fun. Um, I really thought somebody was going to lose sanity or die. (laughs) Um, As my buddy Tony started out very low anyway. And like his character was losing sanity by the buckets. Um, I have a lot of sanity. I have 90, so I was fine. But I was like down to one hit point at the end there. Uh so that was fun. We succeeded. and uh the way that we did um our DM did it or keeper did it is where we did the option where he like kept it open ended so he and SJ can trade off and on because SJ does our D and D campaign. So that was fun. Um yesterday in Star Wars, uh the prior to session or the prior session, um our same Tony, my buddy Tony. He had to leave that game due to personal reasons, but his character was the clone trooper, who had been modified by my character's mother. And you know, we had a, we had a long talk, you know, the prior session about, hey, you know, what do you know about her? Uh, I was like, well, here's where my experiment was done. Um, it's, you know, in this sector right by the, you know, it's it's the very it's you know in the unknown sector. It was on a medical facility used by both the um, the Empire and the Republic. Um, last thing I heard, it crashed. Oh, by the way, she was rescued by somebody before it crashed. Like, great. All right, so she's not in custody. Um, so, of course, like, and then we, we learn we learn that we're going to get our next mission, right? Awesome. At the end of the last session. So we get there, and there's a general that doesn't hate us, which is nice, because half the people <laughs> we work with absolutely don't like us. Yeah. Um, because you know, we're kinda the A Team of Star Wars. Um, and they're like, someone must like you because they advised us that you need to check this out and we find that it's valuable to us and of course we get the the mission to go to this lost crash medical facility. Um, in the unknown region, and of course but and they're like, But nobody actually knows. We don't have current coordinates to it, so you're gonna have to get those first. Of course. Um, which then resulted in us, um, picking up a chess navigator. Because, right? Um. (laughs) Well, I mean, you are in the
0: unknown region, so.
2: We are in the unknown region. We're, like, one of the few places where we actually saw chess. besides, you know, Nipples Mickey, our um engineer. Mm Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah, no, uh, good time, um she may have pissed off the navigator guild so we now have them after us and you know we may have had to leave the planet um let's just say i'm a real i play a real good pilot <laughs> that's good real good pilot
1: yeah awesome yeah and i was amused by seema's comment that things you don't hear much in real life i have a lot of sanity yeah <laughs> This is, this is why we play games, because we get to be things we aren't in real life. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we get
2: sanity, we get a full night's rest. Yeah. A yeah. long
0: rest, yes.
2: Yeah. All right. Anything else? Um, oh, we've been doing a lot of reorganizing. A lot of <laughs> reorganizing, because our roommate got her own place, which we're very excited for her. Um. So, you can tell I have a slightly different angle in the office. Um. We're in the process of converting the office to just an office. Pretty excited about that. Um, we have we got a huge China China hutch um, for all of our family heirlooms. Um, so that's up, which cleared up a lot of space. Um, we're in the process of moving um, our downstairs desks to the family room, or to to the, the main room. room, yeah, entertainment room. We're going to be getting. Couches for the debt, What was the den slash dining room? Yeah, it's a lot. We've been running like crazy for the last two weeks to, to doing this, but it's fun. Yeah. It's exciting.
0: Yeah, it's, it's and we're getting a
2: lot more space back.
0: It's player housing in real life.
2: <laughs> it is. That. It's so exciting.
0: It's, it's like well, because we subtracted two desks downstairs, two couches, and a couple other things. And it's like all of a sudden we had this room. What if we did this? Ooh, then Completely reorganized
2: yeah. the house that needs to be done before Friendsgiving on the Sunday before Thanksgiving. Yeah.
0: Hey, yep. we've got it's, a
1: good. I say so you have annoying problems with snap to grid, as usual.
0: <laughs> exactly.
2: Exactly. Absolutely. No, no, no.
1: I
0: made because we got two new computer desks, <laughs> and they're both corner units that were reversible. And like I measured everything out, they snapped to grid perfectly. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah then, it looks great. And then McCullough's desk that's on her right. Which is now her work desk was her downstairs desk. We moved that upstairs. And <laughs> I had the the best brain fart. It was, it was amazing. Because she has what two monitors, one of different size, and there's a shelf right above the monitors. And I'm going to put the big monitor on the computer stand because we have two computer stands. And I put it on the stand. I'm like, it's not gonna go under the shelf. Uh well, you're just gonna have to get used to it. And then I look down and go. We just take that computer stand out, put the down de- <laughs> and then the monitors lined up perfectly. I was like, ooh, they did snap to grid once you remove the <laughs> object that was under <laughs> one of them. But Mew, what have I you know been up to?
1: I have not been item glitching in my house. So. <laughs> next next um, soon. Now so let's see. Outside of game, um uh did do some Halloween decorating today. Um, so I am uh Probably covered in bits of tree um <laughs> and whatnot um got uh got the the spooky stuff out uh it's you know not dark yet, so I can't see how things look yet um so we'll see how it is um but uh but yeah I, I have lots of uh, fun app enabled uh lights and whatnot some hey. neat uh multi holiday lights that I just say. It's Halloween. Okay, Halloween lights come on. So, you know.
2: I've always wanted something like that. I thought that yeah. I've always thought that's was a brilliant idea. So, you just have the lights up and just tell it what ho- program, yeah. what holiday it is. Well,
1: essentially, yeah. There's, there are certain lights that I put out there now that will stay there for Christmas because right. it's a little just, okay, now the it's the Christmas. Switch there. Like a projecting. Well, projecting. Yeah. yeah some, one. One's projecting. One is this just a standard uh, uh, string lights, but right. they mm-hmm. can change the color. Right. So, so I can do orange for
0: Halloween and. Green yep, and red. Orange for and Christmas. purple. Yeah. Yep. Nice.
1: Yep. Yep. And then for Christmas I'll bring out the big boy, which is the giant, you know, big uh, show that has the music and lights and all of that other kind of crazy nonsense.
2: Crazy. Um,
1: but uh you know Halloween's a more a more subtle affair, you know, just just huh? some gaudy really? lighting. You know? Yeah, you know, but uh but yeah, so that got that done today, some house cleaning and whatnot. Um so I'm covered in, in inside dust and outside dust, so it's been fun. Excellent. Yeah um us see other than that outside no, no nothing else exciting going on really um other than work stuff which isn't exciting uh in game yeah. um spent uh I've been spending more time in guild Wars 2 trying to catch up with that stuff uh, I'm am, am, I have completed the newly redone um living world season one all the way up until the point where they have available so I, I finished that recently it, it included the Tower of Nightmares or Nightmare Tower it's one of those directions they have one more to do so I'm still kind of curious because I wasn't around for Living World Season 1 so I don't know what that last chapter Mm. is about and uh, you know I'm kind of curious if it's going to introduce us to some characters we already know but like you know for me it just suddenly the character appeared and is acting like they've been your buddy for ages so I'm guessing yeah yeah, it must have popped up in that last uh, chapter um, but yeah, I've gone through all the living seasons up until I'm in the middle of four. And then I learned recently that apparently, um, living world season five is actually named ice brood. Cause I was very confused because like, well, why don't they call, call ice brood an exp- expansion? Well, cause it's not, it's a living world ah. just for some strange reason. They decided to give it a, yeah. An, a, a name. Yeah. That, that was like, and then nowhere do they explain that? Like, <laughs>
4: Right,
1: because <laughs> um, I, yeah, I was uh, watching. Go
4: ahead. Uh, uh, the Icebrued Saga, which is Living World season five, technically uh, is it's a really good storyline that follows. Oh, I'm blanking on them. The season the four, s- I imagine. Yeah, uh, it, it's a really good storyline.
1: Yeah, but that's just it. I was looking at, you know, one of the uh, content creators was saying, was saying, you know, speculation for Living World season six. I was like, what happened to five? Why are you <laughs> speculating on six? <laughs> it's like, oh, oh, I see. So yes. yeah, just you know, just fun little things like that. And I'm uh, looking forward to. It. Everyone keeps saying that the Halloween event is the thing you just have to be part of for Guild Wars Two. So uh, we'll see what that's like. Um,
4: yeah, it, it it really is. Uh there's a special area you go down, you fight the uh fight all kinds of stuff and there's this one spot where you can just run around and just collect stuff and it's so much fun to to be in there and some extra events are really, really fun in the Halloween event.
1: Okay. So. I'm looking forward to that then. Yep. And uh uh, uh, lots of uh, Final Fantasy stuff, of course, keeping my island going, trying out the, the. Uh, I, I just put in the lazy man's uh, um, island uh, crafting list. Okay. So I'm going to see how that works. <clears throat> yeah, I did um, that
0: for the past couple of cycles and it works really well.
1: Okay. Yeah. And I, I, the only thing, I, it would have been nice is if it, it told you like what, um, what greenery things to have set. So oh, it's right. A, that way because you know it's one of the things is to find the settings where it's the most you know optimal so i don't have to do stuff
0: yeah no exactly Yep.
1: you know just just you know do a little trips to grab little things here and there um but uh but it's still nice you know now that you can fly around on the island it's you know kind of nice to just hop on there and you know you know fly around grab some things yep uh finally sit on top of the lighthouse (laughs) exactly it was it bugged me for the longest time that you couldn't get to the top of the landmarks that you built. Like, it just they they had ladders, which you know ladders don't work in this world. It's, they're decorative only. Yeah,
0: I know. But, it uh, bugs me.
1: Yeah, because I'm used to but, ESO, uh,
0: where like it's a ladder. Click, you go up. Oh, okay. exactly.
1: Yeah. Nope. It's like it's a ladder. Pfft. No, it basically is a wall. Okay, <laughs> yeah. wall. It's a wall with holes for yeah. some reason. Um but uh but yeah no, it's um that's pretty much been cycling between the two it, it um you know the one keeps me from getting burnt from out from the other so
0: yeah
1: um and uh just kind of casting in a, a, a every wa- wa- every now and then in a, a side glance at like overwatch 2 which has been an interesting disaster <laughs> and uh
0: <laughs> that's the best way to put it yes
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um and Fluster, uh, F- whatever well, you know, it's 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 yeah. The the you know the server thing they should have expected, but uh, but yeah, I'm I'm still trying to find Overwatch Two. Uh, I've I've opened up the game, looked around, and they're they're claiming it's there, but I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> so if if anyone's seen Overwatch Two, um, let me know.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. But. PvE coming
0: next year, maybe.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Um. But yeah, that's about it for me.
0: Cool. And I will just knock mine out quickly uh, because we covered the unboxing and the snap to grid stuff. Uh, Mostly it's been ESO and final fantasy 14 final fantasy 14. uh, I joined, there's a discord for the Island called poking paradise. And basically (laughs) they have a recommendations channel and they tell you set your first day of the cycle as a rest cycle, because that's going to give us time to figure out what day two is. And then based on what happens on day two, they kind of can figure out, okay, does day three need to be a rest day? Does day four, day five. So you, you basically set your rest cycles as one and seven and then start going on the recommendations and they update them at like three in the morning for our time when everything ticks over to the next day in game. So they can, Mm. um, they can see what what to do, and then they tell you here's what you need, here's the quantities of stuff you'll need for the week. So I I did it for one week just because I wanted to hit the seventeen thousand calorie achievement, um, and I'll hit okay. that tonight easily because uh, I think they estimated to be like twenty four thousand calories for this week, which is actually a low, um, a, a low output for them. So, um. But yeah, other than that, normally I leave it on automatic. I've got like 19 creatures in the pasture because I'm leaving one for one of the two rares left. I still have to catch Twinkle Fleece or Grobu, just depending on which which one I want to get and what's available. But that's the other nice thing. I didn't know he
1: was in this game. Yeah. Uh,
0: (laughs) Grogu? (laughs) Yeah, Grogu. (laughs) No, that's the (laughs) nice thing is the the Poking Paradise. You can sign up and say, alert me when this rare is going to be up. Mm -hmm. And they'll give you like a five-minute hey conditions and timing are changed and like one of them was up there's a three-hour window when it can be up and the weather changed in the last hour so you had like six minutes in game to capture (laughs) it so yeah but that's been fun and then eso i am finishing up the ardon quest line and doing my daily writ crafting and uh just having so much fun in there so But that is what I have been up to, and we will be digging into Lord of the Rings Online shortly. But first, let's cover this week's news.
1: A.I.E. News. Uh,
0: Mandatory fun nights, where the fun is mandatory, but attendance is not. Uh, Just knock through these real quick. Sunday, Wild Classic at 2 p.m. Eastern. Uh, also, Star Trek Online at 8.30 p.m. Eastern, so they should be starting just about now. Uh, Guild Wars 2 at 9.30 p.m. Eastern on Monday. SOTOR, Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern. Thursday, Sprout Raid at 10 p.m. Eastern. Friday, ESO, 9 p.m. Eastern. Uh, Friday, Final Fantasy fourteen Mount Farming, various times, usually starts at 8 p.m. Eastern or later. Saturday for our guest, Lord of the Ring Online, 8 30 p.m. Eastern. Uh, also, Map Night Final Fantasy 14 at 9 30 p.m. Eastern and New Braid and WoW at 11 p.m. Eastern.
2: All right. And in Guild Podcast News, um, hand first VR behind the games chat with Jason Parks of Rotu ROTU. Mm hmm. I couldn't tell if it was Kira, you... Oh, no. my eyes are awful. All right. Um, Rochu is a series of VR games that push boundaries of where VR experiences are headed. Their latest game, EOLA, con- combines amazing music and audio, lore, story, and exploration with a hands-first VR designed for the MetaQuest 2. Jason Parks, the CEO, uh, joins the and Max to talk about the game, tech, and all the other amazing things he and his team at ROTU do, uh, thanks to Jason. Learn more about Iola and ROTU um, at ROTU.com, R-O-T-U. And in uh, Sotor Escape podcast, 441 DPS race, uh, the first fight in, the, in R4 takes a lot of DPS, and the team had to up their uh, game and tune things to get it on farm. The second half of the episode they'll talk about tips and recommendations for tuning up DPS and how we can get good um that is G I T G U D
1: get good And in the gaming persona we did this show for 2 years Yay! Because, Yeah the two exclamation points just just so you know two exclamation points that's how excited they were
2: Eric so um, that's very precise
1: uh, the live stream Twitch celebration of the two year gaming persona anniversary occurred on September 14th. Join Dr. Gamology, also known as Dr. Daniel Kaufman, uh, Jenny LeBron, and Gene Wong on a free flowing conversation looking back at season two of the show, favorite moments, and hopes for the next season. Most of all, continue the journey. Uh, thanks to all their listeners and their supporters. They could not have. Uh, Made the show what it has become without the support and interest from all of you, and in working class nerds. As a reminder, yes. it's not safe for work
2: or um, kids or yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: Maybe I'm not even so, safe for some adults. Uh, episode one seventy spicy sweet chili Doritos. Oh, those are actually pretty good. That sounds, I do sounds enjoy delicious.
2: Oh my they are
1: actually pretty good. Like I don't like the I don't like the spicy for the spicy, but that, that's that's actually pretty good. Um,
2: I, I don't eat junk food, but I need those. <laughs>
1: So, with Chronix cancellation, the guy is joined by Mega Nerds community member Doritos! (laughs) Two exclamation points. Uh, The three of them go over the latest gaming news, including the new Mario movie trailer, which, uh, can we talk about that? No. No, Um, we're not talking about
0: (laughs) that.
2: We don't need to. It's like Bruno, we're not talking about it. Yep.
1: Not talking about it. Uh, God of War, Ragnarok's incoming release, and more. Enjoy! You can find Doritos on Twitch, it's just just Doritos with nine five zero zero zero. That's so disappointing. I thought there'd be more O's and S's and whatnot. Right. Um. And you can also join the Nerds community on their Discord, which is a gobbledygook thing in the show notes. So yep. just yeah, the link
0: that. in the notes. And in yeah. Nomad's news, Dual Universe. Dual Universe has launched, with typical growing pains that come with the game going into full release. AIE's current dedicated crew have been hard at work progressing through all the things that must be done early in the game to help ensure a long, strong, and stable presence within the game. And in Lost Ark, participation continues to be very low-key. Note that if you're not yet in AIE Communitas, please contact Duras in Discord to arrange a guild move. The Overflow Guild is intended for alts and a additional expansion, but at this stage of the game, they can easily have all the mains in one guild. Research is continuing to be set each and every guild week. If you're playing or looking to help, make sure to shout out in the Lost Ark channel, in the public AIE Discord. Remember, if you wish to have an application approved, I'll show mention it there with the hashtag LostArkApp. News from the game. Roadmap for the remainder of 2022 has been posted, highlighting the new raids and Reaper and Summoner advanced classes. Uh, There are current Twitch drops available until October 24th, and another round of Prime Gaming rewards are available from in-game items in your gaming slash home link.
1: Their latest trade has been pretty interesting. It's apparently a bunch of clowns just being evil. So
2: yeah. <laughs> Great. Okay. Yeah. So it's yes. Okay. Um and wow. Well, guys, running out of contact content. Make your own. Uh Kitty Agro did something that was stupid fun today. They broke into uh two men two men groups.
0: Two mythic plus the groups.
2: Jim, thank you. Mm -hmm. See, that just happens with abbreviations. Uh, Two mythic Quest groups did the same dungeon and key key size. The goal was to finish the dungeon. Timing was not required for the other team. Um, However, and a partial 11th person decided who was the imposter on each team. Oh, that's fun. Uh, the person's goal was to slow down the party enough to lose a challenge to the other team, while being subtle enough to not be discovered. Oh my god, it's betrayal! It's betrayal and um, on the at the end of the run, each each team had a quick discussion and then voted on who they thought was the imposter. It was both funny and fun. Yeah,
0: they called it um, the big mythic, mythic plus, um, uh, mythic among us. Yeah,
2: that is amazing. Oh my gosh, fabulous. Um also, new braid is making their way through normal faded in hopes of killing all all the bosses for the mount. It's been challenging, but fun to save lockouts and, and focus a bit on progression while still explaining the fights and taking their time just like new braid always does mm-hmm. um and also just in wow uh AIU wow is seeing the return of new and returning guild- Oh, sorry seeing new and returning guildies as the as the Dragonflight nears uh please make sure they feel welcome and help answer questions in guild chat and please please pass out those goodies in the guild kitchen you know it gets a bit overcrowded in there
1: yep. lots of uh well somewhat kind of hypeish ish coming uh, I'm, i've been waiting to see when the hype train hits because mm-hmm. it's still been pretty quiet yeah. i think because of wow classic yeah. because uh raids have opened in Wr- Wrath of the Lich King uh, on Thursday uh October 6th with right. Nox being cleared on Mankirk in about 1 hour <laughs> not surprised <laughs> shocking burn- yeah 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 um Akilah's wrath plans to start raiding on the 22nd of october um, they're all working towards pre-raid best in slot and running heroic dungeons working in reputations and crafting in general everything is going great and wrath of the king is living up their expectations that's because that that's what all, all i'm hearing is just everyone is just Wonderful. lost in wrath of the king like yeah like the the, the timing couldn't have been Worse for Dragonflight and better for, I guess, everything else. Like everyone is just absorbed in essentially like the ultimate version of what they wanted, which was Wrath of Lich King. Classic, right. yeah, <laughs> yep, yeah. And yeah, Lars says it's so, we are
0: rocking in Wrath. That is true. Yeah,
1: yeah. That's and I, that's not surprised. That was you know the, the pinnacle before things you know Cataclysm happened. So yeah, absolutely. Uh, so I'm, um, it's going to be interesting when they try to pull people away for retail having uh, Dragonflight, and it'll be yeah. interesting yeah. to see what Let's wins. See what happens.
2: Yeah, If nostalgia or the newfangled stuff rules out.
0: <laughs> it depends on how interesting the pre-patch event is. And that usually happens a couple weeks before the actual launch. So we should be hearing news about that soon, hopefully. Yep. But in SOTOR, we are looking forward to patch 7.1.1. Come on, guys. <laughs> it will bring us Galactic Seasons three and the Feast of Prosperity. In the meantime, it is a good time to join one of our ops teams, as some of them have openings. Ask about operations in Discord, and one of the ops leaders will respond. For many of the teams, no gear or experience is required. Well, you have to wear gear, but <laughs>
2: right? right. <laughs> they don't. And they, clearly, and if you're a high enough level. Level, yeah. And if you're high enough, yep. you know, if you're if you have the Gear and the level to be in an ops, you know. Yeah. You at least know what you're doing. Well, at least know how to yeah, play the game.
1: are required.
2: Got it. Yeah, Got it. Okay. Of,
4: no you're imposters.
2: Right. <laughs> no imposters. How about pasta? I Sorry. Mean, Sorry.
4: May, maybe imposters, but all of the op- operations leaders will be more than happy to walk you through the very patient, very AIE style. Yep. Don't be afraid to, in and there. And, hey. I'm interested. In, uh, we'll usually the operations leaders will usually post when we need a fill-in, or if there's, if if we need somebody, and we'll be able to walk you through that. Yep. No problem whatsoever.
0: And even give you the the quick and dirty about how to gear up and all that. So
2: wonderful. Yep.
0: All right, and the best view in SOTOR contest is back. Ugh. Max, what have you done? This is an event where players can submit screenshots of their favorite spots as long as their favorite spots are one of the specified planets. Winning screenshots will be made into decorations that all players can buy for their strongholds. How neat. Yes. And I'm sure Max has submitted his best butt shot award from one of the down bosses because that's usually what Max does. Oh, Max.
2: Sema, <laughs> uh, I thought you were... Never mind. <laughs>
0: Oh, Seema has nothing to do with this.
2: <laughs> I know, I know, I know. <laughs> all right. In an ESO news, uh, cool things the guild has been doing. They've been running around killing world bosses for the current event, uh, been playing weekly uh, Tales of Tribute matches for AIA tournament and posting their victories and defeats in Discord for all to see. Uh, things that are planned are coming up for the guild. Dungeon, zone, clears, and of course, having fun. That is a given. Um, the second... Uh, Tales of Tribute tournament is being considered for mid-January, and a fishing tournament, of course, it is, is being planned. Game news: The Heroes of High Isle event was a success, so don't forget to collect your rewards from the Crown Store if you own the High Isle chapter. Uh there's a new—they ch- got a new uh, character marking, a new emote. A box of loot that contains more boxes of loot. Yeah, and there's, the upcoming- there are six
0: boxes because I opened the first one and it says second box of, and I'm like, well, I open that, and then it says third box of, and it goes all the way <laughs> to the sixth. So yes, there are there's a there's six loot boxes, <coughs> you know, nested in each other like Russian well, nesting like, dolls. Uh, um, okay, box. so
2: it's, it's a, so yeah, it's yeah. also nested
0: loot. Got it. I got three complete armor sets out of the boxes. Great. <laughs> so nice, and one of them was an upgrade. So yeah, absolutely.
2: Wow. awesome all right um and by the way the um fire song the upcoming fire song dlc is uh oh sorry one thing you can also get in the uh loot boxes is that right mm-hmm. the upcoming fire song dlc for free yes excellent all right uh the bonus challenge for the event to close vent uh vent is happening And soon, every 25% completion towards the goal, the event will be extended another two days. That's additional time to earn reward boxes and tickets. Um, And just an FYI, if you don't own High Isle yet, it's currently on sale during the event. Okay, and what I'm sure you've all been waiting for when it comes to the uh, tale of tributes, here are our current rankings. Number one, D.P. Roberts, who is 12 to 3. Number two, Kenny who is 11 to 4. Uh number 3, um
0: Mark Roth.
2: Thank you Mark Roth, which is he who are who is 10 to 5. Uh Bashira is 8 to 7. Uh Malachi is 7 to 8. Uh Redstick is 7 to 8. Uh, Tet is 4 to 11. Hey, had you lost one less game and had played one less game, you'd be my height. Yeah. Um and uh dark light wolf oh i like that name Mm -hmm. um is one to 14
0: Yep, and just the way it worked out the rankings this week the top four are playing each other and the bottom four are playing each other so
2: perfect
0: yeah uh it's gonna be fun
2: so there's gonna be some changing in the uh in those rankings for sure
0: exactly
1: and in Final Fantasy XIV news, uh, Sh- uh, Shaja Mashraka, also known as Elaine of Shalot. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, won't, we won't get too many uh, giggles this time.
2: Uh, <laughs> Sorry. October,
4: <you're>
1: <laughs> tw- um, October 23rd at 4 p.m. Eastern, the Final Fantasy XIV Retro tre- uh, Treasure Map Group will be running Stormblood Treasure Maps. Anyone who is level 70 and has access to all of the Stormblood zones and um, is welcome to join. Uh, Elaine can be contacted either Discord or in game if anyone has any questions. Uh, join us as they uh, search for the lost canals, summon appointments from the shifting elders. and if RNG is truly in their favor, perhaps they'll raid the deepest slice of the hidden canals of Uznar and make progress on one of the rarest achievements in all of Final Fantasy XIV. Yep. Um, Map nights are still happening. Uh, the maybe not as active lately. I think we saw a little update saying it's been a little quieter um especially with uh Abo not being able to get get on Thursdays for his stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh map nights happen if there's people like it, you know no one has to uh there's no official you know person that owns it. It's just if there's people online and you have maps run maps exactly. map night. yay um you don't even have to bring it I mean so at least one person needs to bring a map you know yep. otherwise you're just kind of staring at each other it's really awkward and, you know, it's...
2: <laughs> yeah yeah but, you get a uh, move what I can I do who's gonna do this
1: yeah yep yep but but maps are so easy to get uh, especially um, if you have your craft or your your gatherers level you just literally go to the zone hit a couple spots find a map you're done it's it's right, real fast right. easy free or you buy it from the auction house if you just want to grab it. um as uh said ab- uh, above uh lower lap- level map nights are are trying to happen every other week so just pay attention to the final fantasy channel into discord to see when they're starting next um we do appreciate Saja for organizing all those um as far as game news uh the special 14 hour directors broadcast has been completed and while there was all kinds of a- zaniness during this time, including a very curious lullapert guest, mm-hmm. um, which uh, yeah, that was uh, that was interesting because they're supposed to be about this, you know, about you know, waist high, and this was a very tall lullipert, <laughs> um, so um, this was yeah. nightmare
0: fuel. Got it? <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but there there was one big announcement that got everybody going. Um, mm-hmm. Final Fantasy Fan Fest has been announced, um, and it's going to be in person. So uh, this is their version of, uh, for those more familiar with the BlizzCon, well, this is, you know, Final Fantasy XIV's version of that. Um, And they're going to be the size to to match it, looks like it, because in North America, July 28th and 29th, they're going to be in Las Vegas. And as opposed to in the the past where they just took up a hotel, they're taking up the entire convention center. Wow. So I I think with the the influx of of just so many players, I think the last number I heard was it was in the upper 20 millions Mm -hmm. of players right now. Um, I think they understand that they have to have more room for more interested players. A lot of new people that are just now getting into it, like, you know, that that there's going to be a lot of people at this one. So, uh, yeah, get your hotel rooms early. Uh, they announced that they won't be selling it until probably the beginning of next year. My guess is March sometime around the March time. Um, It's uh, it's interesting in that North America is first. So we're going to get first dibs most likely on what the new expansion is going to be. That's usually how it works. Um, And then they'll do um, Europe and then they'll do Japan. And, you know, of course they, they save the really meaty stuff for Japan, of course, because they got to, you know, got to play to the home team. Exactly. Um, um, but uh yeah we we're expecting expansion news um next july so they're moving along Perfect. all right and yeah yeah july july in vegas not fun i have a feeling cuz see it's, it's unfortunate deep. well yeah that that's exactly why because the last one was supposed to be in san diego but then glorious but happened. San
2: Diego in summer is beautiful and cool yes, and exactly. fun being. Yeah.
1: And and expensive. And <laughs> so, very
2: expensive, yes.
1: So yeah, they got relegated back to Las Vegas. So it's cheap because, you know, they're desperate for people, but you know.
0: Yeah. yeah. All right, in STO news, Cryptic Studios is doing a special event called Fleet Week. Starting the 10th and going through the 15th, Fleet Week will cover various topics around the ships of Star Trek, from audio, artwork, form and function, and much, much more. And they are bringing in all kinds of special guests to discuss all the various topics, even naval ship analysis and some of the Star Trek Adventures TTRPG Game Masters fleet action report our very own fleet action report has Yay! been invited to take part in fleet week and will be doing a special event stream on wednesday the 12th at 12 p.m pacific that's 2 p.m max time max um, and we have been given a bunch of codes to give away during the stream the codes are not just for pc they have codes for playstation and xbox as well some of the keys they will be giving away even include ships and they have one code for 10th anniversary 10 legendary ship bundle, and they are not the only content creators taking part, and not the only ones with codes to give out. So, come support Fleet Action Report and check out the other streams as well. And there are two infographics, uh, which you can also find in the Discord, they'll be in the show notes. Uh, but there are three, six, nine, twelve, thirteen different podcasts and uh, video casts that are going to be participating in that. So,
2: that's exciting. Hmm. all right and last but not least Guild Wars 2 um, a new roadmap for Arena Net Arena Net oh god Arena Net <laughs> is up for fall and winter highlights include Christmas and Halloween um, October 18th events um, world, world. World will- Thank you, World vs. World WW um, Alliance test next week, and the extra life, and the extra life charity event. As always, um, AIE Expos is here to help you if you want to see why Guild Wars Two has thrived for a decade. Uh, MFN is Monday at nine PM Eastern. Dungeons and more nights is the second Friday of each month. Still looking for materials for the Guild Hall? See Jedi for details.
4: All right, and what's that, that- this Friday four. Uh, Say yes, that yes, again. This Friday. Yes. This Friday for Dungeons and More.
2: Awesome. Yep. Yep. It's upcoming suit. Friday night. Yep.
0: All right. That was a lot of news, a lot of announcements, but we've got some. Uh, we've got some Hobbit home cooking to dig into. So let's Ooh, get back to Guts yes. and Maylung and find out what is going on in Lord of East. the
4: Rings. Uh, well, before we get to what's coming up. What we've had happen is there's new uh, race uh, uh, class combinations. That's what I've been doing. There's been a bunch of people in the newer beginner zone, playing the new uh, combinations. Was that the I'm, brawler? Playing, uh, no, uh, like the race of man can now be a keeper. Hobbits can now be a lore master. Champion. Just all kinds of new combinations really before. Gotcha. So I've been playing on my RuneKeeper, Race of Man, just had so much fun on it.
3: Awesome. I was actually looking at taking advantage of the new race class combos, and I was gonna hold on for the new area that comes out and the new
1: leveling zones. Mm-hmm. Have the same push to talk button I do. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh.
4: Yeah, which, uh, what did, uh, what we have coming up, you know, talking about the new zones coming up, mm-hmm. did we have a mini expansion pack that is now available for pre sale before the shadow. Uh, the Expansion, the mini expansion is supposed to be released on November 8th.
3: Yeah, we're actually going to get two brand new regions, and they're going to finally connect the northern continent of Eredor pretty much completely. So you can go from the Shire all the way south down to Sarn Ford and then into what's called Cardolan, Mm -hmm. which was part of the... Northern Arnorian Kingdom. Mm-hmm. It was split then after the Witch King came through, and then it turned into Arthedain, Cardolan, and Rehudar. And then you can go from there into the Swan Flood, and then from there into Holland, which is formerly a region, which is in the new TV series.
0: Nice. Yeah, that always was like, because you just hit a, you'd be going south, and then all of a sudden like, nope.
2: Nope, done. can't go further.
3: Yeah, they had a big old barrier wall there and a couple of a uh, couple of camping uh, camping bad guys. Yep. So the Cardolan region itself is actually really, um, there's, been, there's a city in there. It's a formerly a very large city. It's now all in ruins, but it's called Tharbad. Mm-hmm. And Tharbad and other game systems, uh, tabletop role-playing game systems like Murps and things like that, It's the you know, it's this poisoned city. The the when the witch king came through, the land was poisoned and ruined. The the Numenorians before that even stripped the trees from the land to build their fleets. And so this whole area is just kind of a shrub and brush, and all these evil lesser men moved in. And so that's part of this new expansion. The Mm -hmm. new leveling area itself for I think it's levels one through thirty or thirty-two. And you can pick it, supposedly, from the character creation screen.
0: Oh, cool. So you can actually start out there.
3: Yeah, so you don't have to worry so much about being like, okay, I'm a dwarf. or I'm thrown into the dwarf elf starting area. They're going to try and combine everything together to try and keep people together.
4: See, but the downside to that is that means that I have to have two new characters. One to actually go through it and continue on. Another one because I try and keep one character in the brand new zones, the tutorial areas, so that I can guide people through it that might need it. So right, right.
2: Right. You give me
4: a new zone, that'd be like two characters for yeah. a level one.
2: <laughs> right. right. <For> sure. <laughs> of course for you do.
4: Characters.
0: Have you ever counted out, how many characters do you
4: have? Uh, for me... Uh, spread across all the servers I have I don't want to say because it's in the triple digits (laughs)
2: no that's fine (laughs) that's impressive that's impressive no but also like you said though a lot of what you do is make sure that you have characters around to assist play other players so no that makes perfect sense why you have so many
0: yeah yeah you know it's like it's uh, like uh, we do in parking characters at at holocrons that are hard to get to so you can summon people Absolutely. yeah no it's great
4: Yeah, which, I mean, in Swotor, I have a character parked at one of the Datacrons. Yeah. So it's there. I'm not going to move that character. But yeah, uh, I've been playing the game for 11 years, and I just want to guide people through through so they can get quickly to where the rest of us are in this area. And try to have someone in each level area that they would need to run with.
2: Thank you, Maelung, for bringing back the hashtag AIE thing.
4: Exactly. That's
2: a very AIE thing to do. I love it. It's amazing.
0: Yep.
3: Yeah. Some of the other stuff they're adding to this expansion before the Shadow. Uh, three var- three variations that you could purchase the game in. Just mm-hmm. a basic, you get the game, and I think you get a, a, a way of dancing as an elf. And then they have a... Uh, Collector's edition and then an ultimate collector's edition, and so they throw in a bunch of new pets, uh, some new war steed mount uh, dressage, then I think it looks like a new elk for a, for a regular riding mount, and then a bunch of little crafting goodies and some stuff for the house. Uh, I have not opened up all the boxes because at that point they just kind of explode and it's just like okay now I got
2: to. We everything. know what yeah. we know what unpacking's like. It's fine. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I just need more space. I, I constantly yeah, yeah. need more space. I spent, I think, eight hundred, a little over eight hundred turbine points buying wardrobe space because they give you two new sets of costume armor, and it's mm-hmm. like, okay, now I got to put this somewhere.
0: Right. That I sounds need to like a real life game. And, I need to log in and see how many points I've accrued because I'm still on lifetime. So,
2: yeah, because we, we were playing that before we played. Wow.
4: Yeah. Yep. Yeah, but, uh, with the pre sale, one of the really cool things is, uh, uh, Standing Stone Games, who does Lord of the Rings online, uh, gives you a 10% discount if you are a VIP mm-hmm. on, on the bundle. So you actually get a discount buying the bundle. Mm-hmm. If you're a VIP, and that, that does include the VIPs out there too.
2: Excellent.
0: So, very cool.
4: So we're going to get oh. also a
3: new instance, and a I'm sure Mallon's going to be all over this one. New skirmish.
5: Actual-
4: I cannot wait for the new skirmish. I guarantee you, I will be in there. I will be able <laughs> to guide people through it, because <laughs> I. I love skirmishes and dungeons, and those short stuff. Which mm-hmm. that means that there's going to be a new, uh, a, a lead new yeah. So new I'm going to have to do that awesome. so I can keep. Yeah, I got to keep my skirmisher Middle Earth title.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. So,
4: if you need to go through the new skirmish, I will be able to guide you through it in no time. Which I'm avoiding the spoilers because I want it to come out and not test it on the test server. Right. So right. I, right. I, I want to enjoy, it and enjoy the story.
0: And that's a uh, character skirmish and not the monster versus player skirmish, right?
3: Correct. Okay. Correct. Yes. Monster players actually got a, a little bit of a bonus for once. I logged in on my monsters and I got a, a new uh, costuming effect. So it was kind of nice to actually have something different. Cool. Yeah. Now there's only like you know twenty of us running around like uh, like stalkers that all look the
2: same. Yeah. It's like ah no no not a monster guilty. Exactly.
0: You're wearing
3: the same thing I'm wearing. Oh, we
2: all look the same. That's embarrassing. Oh my goodness.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, it's good because what monster got you? I don't know. You look like this. Well, that could be anyone. So sorry.
2: Right. Right. (laughs) Absolutely.
3: The last big one is this new delving system, and that is just really the way to increase the difficulty and custom tailor instances to fit your play style. So if if I were to take my my champion into something, I would crank up the difficulty, whereas if I take my lore master in, I'm going to lower that difficulty.
0: So is this kind of similar to a Mythic Plus key system?
3: I, I would say very similar, yes. Okay. I, you know, I, I'm, I'm trying to avoid, like Malin said, trying to avoid all the spoilers for it, but the design behind it is that, is to, okay. you know, ramp it up, give you better rewards, or at least make it survivable and you can continue playing at that level. And you just work your way through the tier system to find a point that you're comfortable with, and then you can get rewards based on that level and difficulty.
4: Cool. You yeah, uh, yeah. what's one of the things, uh, if, if you're in-game, the yellow line bjorning, uh, which you can transform into a bear is very oh it is very overpowered. Right. Mm-hmm. Where you can run several levels above. So this way you're not just running through it. You can actually have a challenge on that character that's on level. Gotcha. Is uh what going or with that.
0: Cool. So almost like a combination of Mythic plus or
1: um tour story versus challenge stuff.
0: No, I was I was thinking of the the tower in WoW that they added that's like Palace of the Dead for Shadowlands. Torgast? Torgast. Yeah, where you you basically set your difficulty and like I'm gonna try and get it. So no, that's cool though.
4: Yeah, which uh if you get to a point where you fail. Then you know, you do get something to, that will help you out. Uh that you're not just going in there Right. and you just lose everything. Yeah. Uh instead of a gemstone, you get a broken gemstone and so, so what, what rewards
0: do you what are the delving gems and writs?
3: They are well, it can be all the way up to best in slot raid gear. Ooh. But, yeah, uh, two pieces supposedly are part of the current best-in-slot or the slated best-in-slot. So that's impressive by itself. Otherwise, it's going to be things that you can improve your, your legendary, your new legendary weapons with. Mm-hmm. Uh, scrolls, traceries, uh, rare, harder-to-get effects for the traceries. Um, smaller improvements. You know, I, I think they haven't really given revealed a whole lot except the best in slot uh when casual stroll through cardelon was talking when the scenario one of the system designers was talking he just kind of dropped that mentioned it <laughs> he just goes yeah you know if you get up into the you know high tees you, you'll you'll get some good gear
4: nice Yeah, and it's a good way where it, if it's solo but you can get that better stuff that be, better gear Right. without having to uh, do bugs and do those higher mm. in raids.
0: Yeah. Um, since ducks, you mentioned the legendary weapon. I, I know on my character, I've still got like my original legendary weapon. Do they, and I know you can grow them with experience and stuff, but is it, is it basically like each expansion comes with a new legendary weapon that you have to, start over with or how, how long lived is the legendary weapon?
3: Legendary weapons lasted until I think it was around Gundabad or possibly a little bit before, but they also opened up legendary weapons now. So there's a lot, you know, basically end of life old system that went from Moria right, to roughly Gundabad. It's done. Okay. Uh, I still have, I still have two first stage halberds and uh, two first stage, uh, emblems right. in my inventory because I have—I just can't bear to destroy them yet. I've spent so much time Yes, exactly. But I, I already went you know, you go to Elrond or you go to the last homely house stop in, say hi, get a quest, close the quest wrapper watch my cat walk by <laughs> and then you get, you pick your new items and then you can go and get these actual sub like, they call them traceries and there's one called Craft there's mastery and then there's these mainline ones like owl and bear and those will match with say the type of character you are
1: okay so there's
3: eagle you know there's things that improve certain they improve certain base attributes you would pick that for your class and then you customize probably eight or more different elements of your new weapon. Mm -hmm. So instead of it being like, you know, you're rolling, you're hoping for the best baseline set that you get on your legendary. Now you get very little included and you customize the rest.
0: Oh, nice. That's awesome. And and
3: you could take advantage of that. If you're over, if you're past or at least at Moria, go get the new stuff. Okay. the, The DTS goes up quite a bit.
0: Cool. Very cool. Yeah. I still have my, my legendary bow. So,
3: yeah, my DPS jumped, I think, almost maybe a thousand with my captain.
0: <laughs> Ouch. Yeah. Uh, uh,
3: like, at level 140 cap right now. It was just like, I was like, I- I've had this thing for I don't even know how many years since Moria, and yeah. it's trash now. Yeah. So much for first age.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah.
3: One of the neat things I think, what I really like, I, I'm big into exploring the areas because I, I want to mm-hmm. see as much land as I can because this also helps me with ideas for my tabletop role playing. Absolutely, I mean, so, you know, they're adding stuff like Swanflat, you know, Cardalon. Great, Cardalon. Mm-hmm. It's kind of where it's kind of part of the Barrow Downs. You've mm-hmm. seen one dead spirit. You've seen them all.
2: <laughs> Absolutely.
3: Swanflat is where the elves used to be, and so that is very old area very pretty area, and they showed some of the graphics for it. It looks really nice. You know, the water effects, the swans, the flowers, everything that they kind of just build into the environment. It's nice. I really look forward to it. Beyond that, I'm really, I'm thinking of building a, making a new character. Not sure what yet, because I have one of, I almost have one of everything. Uh-huh. But I swore that I would never make a minstrel because I'm done healing. I served my time <laughs> in Smolder and Warcraft, right? So going hey, back there, yeah. Uh, so you I know. Have to know what to build?
0: Right, right. Careful what you swear off; you become that. <laughs> <laughs> yep.
3: A, a, a Warcraft paladin before I ever joined AIE on uh, the Alliance side, and uh, you know I was I I I we joined the raid guilds and, and it was like, you're not playing that class. Oh, okay. What do you want me to be? You're a healer forever.
0: Great. <laughs> yep. Hey,
3: so happy to be here
0: forever. Healer forever. DM. Yep.
3: <laughs> yep. Both.
0: Yep. yep.
4: All right. It looks like, uh, also, Go ahead. Uh, there is a, coupon code uh, that is available until the end of October.
2: Okay. Oh, great. Uh, Where can they find that?
4: Uh, I, I did post it in the lot channel. I'm blanking on what the actual code is right now.
3: Okay.
2: That's okay. We can grab it and put in the show notes. That's fine.
3: It would be really great to have folks visit. It would be even better if you're over level 75. We could go to Isengard. No. And then uh, you know, hey, if you're a higher level than that, hey, it's all good. We'll go
2: raiding. Right. Absolutely.
0: Awesome. All right. Well, any anything else or I pretty much covered all of my points. All right. Yeah. Well, that is going to be our show for tonight. While the chat room begins suggesting show titles and Mailung looks up coupon codes, we want to thank Ducks and Mailung for joining us, as always. Thank you, guys. It's always a blast having you folks on. Um, Love Lord of the Rings, and and just I need more time to play more games.
2: Got it. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, there we
0: go. FreeQuest2020 is the code. We'll put that in the uh, show I'm notes.
2: I'm throwing that in the show notes right now. All
1: right. If you do have questions or comments about our show, you can email us at org at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter as well. The show is at AIE Podcast. I am at the bucal. Macala is at cyberwave, And Tetsemi is at tiger. We record live with video every other Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. You can join the chat room and play along with us on the website, aie-guild.org yes, slash podcast-live-stream. And the Discord server for chat can be found at aie-guild.info slash Discord. For past episodes, you can see them on our YouTube channel, which is uh, The AIE Podcast on YouTube. Our theme was composed by the amazing Andrew Allen. Follow him at Keys to Soul or visit his website, andrewallenmusic.com.
2: Okay, guys. And now it's time to play all the great AIE member segments we received this week. Including, guys, we got one. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, we have coffee and community chat with Maylong and uh, Lars. Ga- uh, wow, my brain is like Lars. Lars, Lars. Uh, Gagner. Yep. Yes. Um, which, hey, playing right now.
4: To AIE, AI hey, I'm Mei Lung.
5: And I'm Lars.
4: For many of us, Alea Eocta S is more a community than a group to play games with. Some of us spend time reading and posting in our Discord, or forums before that, than we spend in game. This is our comfortable space where we come to distract ourselves from daily life or just to take a break.
5: Right. And, and some of us are like visitors or lurkers who are happy to read the ventures and posts of others. And others are more residents in this space and creating these posts and content. A community requires both those visitors and residents. And perhaps some of you started as visitors and are slowly becoming residents. We would
4: like to encourage and invite the community to feel free to make use of these communication tools we have to enhance that feeling of community. Discord provides a great space for text communication and visual communication through posting of media, but it also provides us excellent voice and video channels.
5: So perhaps you see them as dedicated channels for like dungeons or raid groups. I know I do sometimes. And, uh, they can also be spaces to drop into chat. And so a few of us are attempting to promote the use of Discord in this way. And we invite you to join us for coffee, tea, water, or whatever, whatever floats your boat and, and come into one of the channels uh, like the Coffee Chat in the AIE Discord, or perhaps uh, when demand requires it, we'll create more.
4: Absolutely.
5: All right. Thanks, everyone. And uh, keep on rocking.
0: Oh, I missed that header, and that was that was great.
2: Thank you. That's awesome, this, folks. Yeah,
0: that is awesome. We'll All right. Let's see if we can keep it up. Exactly. Next time, we'll possibly be talking to Jedi and or Dahara in Guild Wars 2. So until then, AIE. This is Maylong.
1: <laughs> this is Dux.
0: This is Tetsemi.
1: <laughs> this is Mukao.
0: This is Makala. And this has been the AIE Podcast. Music